Okay, we're continuing with Siddur Snippets, which is generously sponsored by Renee and Jack Nussbaum and the Schuss of Rafu Shlema for Aldo Bas Alta Chaya. Yesterday we introduced Bircha Satora, the brachos that we recite in the morning, not just symbolically, not just theoretically, but in anticipation and in introduction of actually engaging in learning Torah. We saw it's a bracha, which is Me'ula Sheba Brachos. It's a bracha that should be said, Besimcha Gedola, the Mishnah Buru said. We said there are three opinions. Is it a Birchas mitzvah? Is it the bracha that's said on doing a mitzvah? A Birchas shevach. We're praising Hashem for this gift that we have, the secret code. We have the instruction manual for life. Or is it a Birchas HaNen? And like the stipler, we have consumed something so delicious, Torah, that we have to express our gratitude to Hashem. So let's take a look at the brachas themselves. The first bracha, Birchas HaTorah is made up of three brachas. First bracha is Ashikir Shonav Mitzvah Sav Vitzivanu, clearly supporting the notion that at least that third of the bracha is a Birchas Mitzvah. Hashem commanded us, and how do we end the bracha? La'asok bedivrei sora. He commanded us la'asok. Who wrote this bracha? The Gemara Brachos tells us it's written by the Amoraim, Rav Yochanan, and Shmuel. Shmuel expanded to the second bracha, the Harevna, as well. But when they authored the bracha, note that they didn't make a bracha vitzivanu that Hashem commanded us, Lilmod Torah, to learn Torah, but rather the verb they used, they chose is, La'asok bedivrei Torah, to be occupied with Torah. Why'd they say La'asok, not Lilmod? So I want to share with you three explanations, all three hopefully can inform and inspire our recitation of Birchas Torah when we recite it each and every morning, and on the rare occasion you get called up for an aliyah. So why, why La'asok? The Taz, Terezov, says, that La'asok is a reference to the Milcham Shel Torah. Torah is not learned passively, it's not quiet in a library, Torah is not downloaded, but there's a Milcham Shel Torah. One is Osik, you're occupied, you wage war, you battle in Torah. Among friends, the Milcham Shel Torah is among friends. We are friends afterwards. Shechter describes a book he once read by uh, somebody who saw the mirror on their train on the trip to Shanghai when they were saved in the Holocaust, who described that the train was filled with these young men. They had these large volumes, these big books. When they opened the books, they were the worst enemies, screaming, yelling at each other. And when they closed the books, they were the best friends. And he couldn't understand it. But he didn't understand this our world of the Melchamta Shotora, the notion, the Baletris and those who hold up the shields, who protect themselves from the questions and the challenges we have for one another. So says the Taz, La Sok, not Lil Mode. Lil Mode is quiet. You're reading a book by yourself. La Sok is to be engaged and occupied, to be a participant in the Melchamta Shel Torah. I want to suggest another explanation based on the Chavetz Chaim. The Chavetz Chaim has a famous explanation. When you go to a Siyam, we say, Anu Ameinam Vehem Ameilam, Anu Ameilam Mekablam Schar, Vehem Ameilam Vehem Lekablam Schar. Says the Chavetz Chaim, what is this talking about? We have plenty of people who are occupied in other efforts other than Torah, and they have a Schar. And we always have a Schar. What exactly does this mean, this, uh, this statement that we say in a Siyam recited upon completion of learning? Says the Chavetz Chaim, Anu Ameilam Vehem Ameilam means that in the general world, whatever area that you're studying, if you engage in its study and you struggle to be able to break your teeth to understand, and in the end of the day you don't get it right, there's no schar, there's no reward. You don't graduate, there's no degree, you failed the test. You say, ah, but I, I sat on that math question for six hours I worked on that question. I broke it down, I tried, I erased, I redid it. All that matters is the answer. Was it right? Was it wrong? Did you pass? Did you fail? Did you graduate or did you drop out? 
There's only schar to that amelus if you succeed. Says the Chavetz Chaim, not so with Torah. Of course, the goal is to comprehend, to understand, to succeed. But if you break your teeth on a Gemara, on a Tosos, if one is struggling to understand, if they're engaged in the process, even if it's unsuccessful, you're not yet arrived at the right answer, the process itself is what is of value. So we don't measure the experience of Talmud Torah by Lil Mo, did I learn? We measure it by, was I occupied, la sok? Was I struggling to understand? Was I engaged? Was I trying to absorb its values, its messages, and its ideals? Rav Chaim Velazhner explains, that's what it means in Pirkei Avos, Torah Machsharto. One of the distinguishing characteristics of Torah is Machsharto. Says Rav Chaim Velazhner, it's Ruach HaChaim on Pirkei Avos, Machsharto comes from the Lashon to be Machshir, Hechshir, Kosher. How do you kosher a pot? When you kosher a pot, you take out, you purge the non-kosher absorbed in its walls. When you kosher an oven, you purge the non-kosher absorbed in the walls of the oven. Torah machsharto. How do we kosher what's between our ears? The uh, things we've seen and heard and done. How do we kosher our brain? How do we kosher our neshama? Torah machsharto. Even when it comes in one ear and goes out the other, it nevertheless cleanses us. It transforms us. It's able to purge that which doesn't belong and clean us out so that we can hear and interpret the world based on Hashem's understanding. So based on this insight of the Chavetz Chaim and Chaim Velazhin, or perhaps that's why it doesn't say Lil Mode. It says Lasso, because we're not measuring by the success of having learned, but where we engaged in that process of becoming Torah personalities, where we osake in Torah. And the third and final explanation for today is from Tosvos. Tosvos in the Gemara and Barachos on Daf Aleph asks a very fundamental question. I don't understand. This Birchas Torah appears in the Siddur even before Shachris. It's part of how we wake up in the morning. And it's true I follow it with a Pasuk and a Mishnah and a Gemara. But then I went to work. Then I went to the gym. Then I went to the supermarket. Then I went out and I did my day. And maybe I came back for a Chavrus or a Shir in the afternoon or the evening. Why don't I have to say a new Bracha? If I leave my Sukkah and come back in, I have to say a new Bracha. If I take off my talus with tefillin and put them on later, I have to say a new bracha. If you interrupt, if you have a half sake, needs a new bracha. Ask Tosvos, why don't I have to say a new bracha when I return to learning later in the day or later in the evening? And says Tosvos, you know why? It's an incredible insight. Says Tosvos, because I never made a half sake. I never left. True, the formal text Torah, learning Torah formally, perhaps I closed the book and I reopened it at night. But how did I go to work? How do I interpret what I've lived and watched and heard? How did I behave and act in my life? If my entire day is informed, inspired, regulated and guided by Torah, then there was no hefsik from the Birchas Torah in the morning. Birchas Torah says, Tosos is not just on the formal text-based Torah study. It's not Lilmo Torah. It's La'asok Bedivrei Torah. It's that my whole life I've never put Torah aside. Torah is with me all day, Every day, everywhere I go. I had a chance to learn in the morning. Please God, I'll have a chance to learn at night. But I don't need a new Birchas Torah. There was no hefsek. I never interrupted and I never stopped. So this first bracha, la'asok bedivrei sora, not lilmod, either because we're engaged in the Melchamtash or Torah, or because aru amelem vehem amelem, we're mekabal even if we don't get it, we don't understand it, but we were osake in it, that is its reward. Or lastly, because la'asok is not describing text-based study, it's describing a Torah attitude and a Torah lifestyle.